Yes, yes, yes. Another Wednesday night, and it is time for the glorified outdoor extravaganza that we call Stray Cast Outdoor Cartoon Television, the glorified version of a bass fishing talk show. Mm-hmm. That, that's a big title. I'm your host, Pat Renwick, oh. and, and today is, is the northern, the northern swing of Stray Cast. We, uh, we're pretty excited about these guests we have tonight. Um, first off, leading off tonight, just getting done with a big win on the FLW Tour. On the Harris chain. Mm-hmm. It's Chris Johnston coming on first. It's a certified Florida stud. Mm-hmm. And then uh, a guy that we are amazingly excited about. In fact, Ryan's a little overexcited. I'm, I don't think you should sit that close to me. My legs won't Being that moving. excited. They can't stop moving. <laughs> the fact of the matter is, we have Bassmaster Elite Series rookie, Chris Grow coming on the show. Chris Grow coming on the show. Cha. Cha-cha. Cha-cha. That is right. That is right. Hey, do you know how you, um, you would eat the entire bass fishing galaxy? How would you do that? One bite at a time. One bite at a time. And that's what we're doing tonight here on Stray Cast Outdoor Cartoon Television. And this guy with all the answers <coughs> sitting to my right. It is the one, the only, the drummer, the skateboarder, the guy with a, a swirling derby. You're wearing a, <laughs> you're wearing a swirling oh, derby. I gotcha. It's Ryan Popcorn Whitaker. It's like a like a high school prank, a swirling derby. It's a swirling derby. It's like a uh, what do you call that thing when you a snuggie, a snuggie, a snuggie. Yeah, a snudgy. Nope. Snudgem. <laughs> I don't even know. It's schmegma. Uh, Not uh, even sure what I you're don't saying. Follow. Yes. Not even sure what you're saying. Hey, the guy that is uh, that is running our social media tonight and answering your questions, fielding your questions, we like to call it, on the uh, social media. Um, he used to be a hip hop fisherman. Now he's just my lawyer, and he is the original OG. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for the one and only. JP. Hi, JP. JP, hi. J- J- you're right. There it goes. J- JP, we have a lot of requests that people miss the, yeah, yeah. Can you just give us a, a, a good old-fashioned, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 there it is. That JP High, he's the guy that goes, Yeah, that's the dude. Wait, no, that's baby alligators. Those are baby alligators. Um, I thought they were space invaders. Our producer was so gracious to custom order me this bass fishing hoodie that I'm wearing tonight from Rageous Outdoors. That's his favorite. It's my favorite hoodie that Rageous makes. You can get these at RageousOutdoors.com. Uh, by the way. He's the producer extraordinaire, his name. He's a legend. He actually is a legend in these here parts. Mm-hmm. The Indians call him. It's alleged him. that he is a legend. The Indians call him the Ginger Ninja. Andrew Ellenberger producing the show. Hello. That's Andy. Hello. 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 Fee, fi, fee, Jinjai Joe, Jinjai, Jinjai, Jin, 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 I'm all wound up. It's Wednesday night. I am all wound up. Hey, um, tonight extra large Red Bull. I, well, I didn't drink the whole thing. I, I didn't want to get out of hand, so I didn't. I didn't drink the whole thing. But uh, I want to remind you, tonight's giveaway is being 
brought to you by one of our new sponsors, JB Fish Sauce. Fish just can't stay off the sauce. Did you know that? They can't yeah, do I it. Did. They, fish cannot stay off of the sauce. JB Fish Sauce is so gracious to um, to donate tonight to you, the Bass Fishing Galaxy, a $50 prize pack worth of JB Fish Sauce product. That's a lifetime. That's, it, sauce. I mean, you're going to have sauce for ages. Yes. You can, you can actually marinate for life in this sauce. True. Dip, paste. And, and it's super smear. easy. Super easy. All you got to do is like the Facebook live feed, share the Facebook live feed. That's like the Facebook live feed. Share the Facebook live feed. And at the end of the night, we're going to randomly choose a winner. I should say JP High is going to randomly choose a winner. And, and you win the whole damn shaboot and shebang. It's super saucy, and it's JB Fish Sauce. Right there. Check them out, jbfishsauce.com. I also want to remind you, the Sportsman 2 Power Pole is available to you right now for a minuscule $1,200. $1,299. You can get in some Power Poles for $1,299. The Sportsman 2 Power Pole. Check them out at power-pole.com. Put those power poles down. We're coming back with Chris Johnston right after this. Step up your game. It has been said that professionals are only as good as the tools they work with. And Alpha Angler has developed the ultimate set of tools for you, the competitive angler. Alpha Angler custom rods brought to fruition by the passion of master craftsman Jake Boomer and 2017 BASS Angler of the Year, Brandon Palinick. Alpha Angler rods are custom made in the USA, designed and engineered to be perfect. Alpha Angler utilizes a very unconventional approach to making the very best bass rod. From drop shotting to flipping, Alpha Angler's focus is on building perfectly balanced tournament grade bass rods at an affordable price. Join the Alpha Lusion today and purchase direct at alphaangler.com. Step up your game, alphaangler.com. Discover the magic of balsa. For decades, professional fishermen in the angling elite come to rely on the fish-catching performance of hand-carved custom balsa lures. PH Custom Lures by Phil Hunt have assembled the comprehensive line of custom balsa baits. The original Hunt and Pete, Bill Lowen's dollar bill, Wesley Strader's Plop and Pete, and the new Matt Heron Fudd, in addition to the entire family of PH Custom Lures, are just what you need to get that edge over the competition. Discover the magic of balsa today and visit PH Custom Lures. Lures.com. That's phcustomlures.com. The swim jig technique is one of the most successful ways to put fish in the boat. Time in and time out, Bravani Bait swim jigs are just the right tool for the job. Beaming with quality, the Bravani swim jigs come in a myriad of colors, feature the best premium hooks and solid trailer keepers to give you, the serious bass angler, the confidence you need to accomplish your goal of putting more fish in the boat. So go to BravaniBaits.com and start climbing the ladder to swim jig success. Welcome back to Straight Cats Outdoor Cartoon Television. Welcome back. There we go. Yes, uh, I am your host, Pat Renwick. And uh, and right now, we are very stoked to bring to you, Bass Fishing Galaxy, a champion. I must say, a champion on the FLW Tour. Ladies and gentlemen, please, a warm studio audience, round of applause for Chris Johnston. Yeah. Kapow. What's up, dude? Uh, I am just 
putting the final touches on my boat, getting my Garmin's rigged up, and uh, we're going fishing tomorrow on Lake Lanier for the third stop of the FLW Tour. So I'm uh, just uh, putting the final touches on the rig and going to get to bed here soon. Just doing nice. pro bass guy stuff. I mean, that's what yeah. it is. It's just pro <laughs> same, bass guy same stuff. Same thing as always. You know. You know the deal. You, you know, you just won a giant derby. You got all kinds of momentum going. You are the man on fire. You know that, right? You are the man on fire. <laughs> I, I, right now, and I'm hoping to keep it going here. Yeah, yeah for sure. I mean, let, let's let's take a look at this, man. I mean, um, obviously, you won the Harris chain. Congratulations. Where, do, where did he go? Where did, where did you go? <laughs> wow. It's upside down, down Chris Johnston. <laughs> I'm, I'm working while I do this. I'm but, putting a screw back in. Don't you have a caddy? That does this stuff for you? Fishing doesn't pay that well. Yeah, Andy Morgan does. He's got a caddy. I don't. I don't even know if he does. Yeah, he does actually. Yeah. Well, I'll uh, I'll have to win a few more tournaments. Maybe I'll look at getting a caddy. <laughs> you just won the Harris Chain. You finished tenth on the Big O. You're abounding in giant stringers of bass that would make any tournament bass fisherman salivate. I mean, what'd you have a twenty eight pound bag on the Big O? I did, yeah. And, uh, followed up on the hair chain with a twenty-five. So the big ones have been good to me this year so far. Yeah, I mean, amazing, absolutely amazing. And and you are actually number one in points so far. You are the leader in the AOI standings. Granted, there's only two derbies, but yep. I mean, it's, it's a long season, but it's right where I want to be. That's for sure. I, but, I got to. Uh, I got to get through this next term of the Spotted Bass Lake. So um, it's been an okay up and down practice, I'd say. So tomorrow it's going to be just below freezing in the morning. So you'd think being from Canada would be right in my element, but I'd rather the warm weather. Yeah, exactly. You'd rather have the flip-flops out. Are, yeah, are the working thong- on my tan. Are, are the thongs, like you guys call them in Canada. We, we we call thongs um, G-string bikinis Yes, in Canada. <laughs> you, you've done your homework. You know the Canadian lingo. I do. Well, I had Gussie on the show. I've had Mercer on the show. So I am actually an honorary Canadian. As All right. Yeah. Sounds good. But that's not really true, but I, I just say things like that. That's not true. That's all that. Oh, Sometimes look, that, look behind you. Me. That girl in the in the window is flashing you, Chris. Look behind you. Look look up there. She's got a that thong on. That would be a good start, but I'm not falling for it. Yeah, that, she, wow. Super fans. Super bass fishing groupies. We, we love it. We love it. Hey, um, let's, uh, let's talk a little bit about some Chris Johnston history. Okay, right. give us a little breakdown, man. I mean, I had heard through the grapevine that you won your first derby you ever fished. Is is that is that a true story? That's true. <laughs> to be honest, there's more to the story. Well, tell um, us. I was 11 years old, and uh, I always practiced with my dad and brother. My dad and brother were fishing tournaments together at that point, and my brother got in trouble for doing something stupid. I don't know what. What did he, he do? I don't remember. What did Corey do? Like 15. Oh. <laughs> so I don't know. It's something minor, but my dad said, well, you did that. Now you're not fishing the tournament. So I got to go in it, and I ended up winning the first one. So uh, <laughs> I wanted to go in everyone after that. Yeah, of course. You, yeah, had, so, you had it bad but, from then on. Yeah. So at 11, I got to keep on. Hey, can you hear me, Chris? Can yeah, we lost we lost your sound a little bit. Something happened. Oh, okay, maybe I got bad service, but okay, there you are. Good there now? we go. Got your back. Perfect. So 
yeah, I, I won that tournament. Um, I got to keep all the money, so it was twenty five hundred dollars to an eleven year old. That was a lot of money. That's a lot of rules. So, uh, I got to buy a lot of ice creams with that. That's a lot of loonies or toonies. <laughs> a lot of loonies and toonies. Yeah. So uh, I stocked that all away, and uh, from then on, we kind of alternated fishing with my dad, and um, it was it's it was a very successful young career, and we ended up winning a lot of tournaments. And then when I was old enough, probably probably about. 15, 16, my brother and I paired up. My dad kind of stepped back, and uh, that's how it all started. And I think when I was about 18, I fished my first Costa event as a as a boater. Um, I fished the Northern Swing and ended up doing really well, won uh, Angler of the Year my first year. So um, then I just uh, kept trying to move up the ranks. And there you are, and there you have it. I mean, for sure, you you are you are you are the rank right now. Actually, is, for, for is right the deal. now, uh, like for, I said, it's early, but uh, I'm going to do my best to stay up there. Yeah, and 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 you get, you have a lot of momentum going. There's there's very few people that have been on this show that have said that momentum doesn't mean. Who said momentum doesn't mean anything? Takahiro. Ooh. Takahiro said it, it, told it means us nothing. Takahiro told us a couple weeks He's ago. He's the only that, one, though. Yeah, but everybody else, you know, talk about momentum. I mean, you you ended the 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 season last year with a third place, and then you get a tenth place this year and a first place this year. So you got momentum going. There, there's yep. there's no doubt about it, man. I mean, so for sure. And Florida Florida is kind of my strength. Um, believe it or not, we don't just catch lar- or smallmouth in Canada. I grew up fishing largemouth, flipping a jig and milfoil, so. I love the, the Florida lake. So the ones that are a little tougher for me are the reservoirs where there's no grass. So um, I'm learning, though, and uh, I've done well in a few of them. So there's no excuses. Yeah, a- absolutely, man. And I, I think the first time that, that, you, that you came under our radar here was probably when you um, – and I can't remember how you did it, but you, you, you were eligible for the Bass Fest on, on Kentucky yeah. Lake. What was that, 2015? Um, probably, yeah. Um, yeah was that was 15. the year before I think I fished the tour. And uh, that year I decided to fish the Northern Opens for bass. I had never done them, and it was just a good schedule, and it fit for me. And I think I ended up finishing like 7th or 8th in, in point, so I got invited to fish bass bass. And you, d- you did well. I mean, you were, I think what were you, 13, 15, something like that? Or? 13 i had one spot out of going fishing the final day which would have been awesome because uh yeah it was my first elite series event and uh i was close to the last guy i weighed in so it it was my first time on kentucky lake so it it was a good time you did well You, you did well chris no doubt about it and then 2016 you missed it by that much on the flw tour didn't you as far as the aoi (laughs) <laughs> yeah. I mean, I not rubbing one, it in, but... I, I had one bad uh, tournament. I think I finished about 70th on Pickwick, and it was a stupid mistake. I had two good spots, and I picked the wrong spot to start. And uh, the guy that started on my other spot, which he ended up finishing in the top 10, and I watched him catch a couple. Like, he got an 8, a 7-pounder off that spot. And I had the chance to go start on it. I opted for the spot that had a bunch of threes, and my spot was empty. They were still in the other spot. Just one of those bad decisions, and uh, that tournament cost me the end of the year. And Andy Morgan, the guy with the caddy, he yeah. ended up winning. Yeah, it was only a hundred grand, though. Advantage caddy. 
Hey, we are having problems hearing him. Yeah. And I think it might be, you might be covering up your mic. Yeah, I think you're putting your finger over your mic. Oh, there you go. That's better. All right. Yeah, Sorry, yeah. I don't have all this technology like you. You guys. are thumbing your I'm mic. Outside and it's, it's almost freezing out. It's <laughs> palm muting. I can't go in the hotel because I have bad service in there. Well, we appreciate it, man, and so do your fans. Believe me. Good catch, JP. Yeah. <laughs> JP's a smart guy. That's the hip-hop fisherman over there. He's, <laughs> He's running it down. So you, let's talk a little bit about, uh, about the Harris chain win. Are, are, are you tired of talking about the Harris chain yet or no? Oh, no, that won't get old for a little bit. It's my first win, so uh, I'm going to enjoy it while I can. No one, no one calls you when you don't win, so I'm enjoying it like that. It's crazy how that works, especially with bass yeah. fishing talk shows. There's a, there's no doubt about it. So you, you were doing some – I wouldn't say that they were unique ways you were catching fish, but it was not atypical for that time of year – in Florida. No, you're right. You don't normally throw a jerk bait in 70-degree water for largemouth, right? They're, that's normally a cold, cold water um, deal. And the only reason I started throwing it, I had one in my rod locker just in case. Um, I was looking at my Garmin graphs, and there was fish coming up off the bottom, like five feet off the bottom. There's all kinds of bait, and they weren't eating my speed worm. I was slow rolling. So there's bait. What else do you just throw other than a jerk bait? So... On my, like, second cast, excuse me, I got, like, a five-and-a-half pounder. And yes. I probably caught about 50 after that in the next hour and a half. So that was a fun day. But a lot of, like, you think, oh, why would you catch 50? But a lot of them were 12, 13 inches, uh, which didn't do anything other than cause me a pain trying to get all the treble hooks out of them every time. <laughs> but, 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 no, it was good. And then after they, they quit biting that, I knew there was still fish there, but they get conditioned to a bait so i had a trap beside me and i've caught them before yo-yo in it and i fired that thing out first cast i got a three pounder second cast i had a big one bite it and just i loaded up on them, lost them and the third cast i caught an eight and a half and uh it's just and then they got conditioned to the rattle trap and the bite kind of died off but just always changing up presentations there's probably more fish like in certain applications if there's more fish there if you change up your uh, your bait presentation, you can usually get a couple more bites before it dies off. Yeah, that is, that is. I mean, it seems to work throughout the country. You know. Yeah, like what? It's a Kentucky Lake, a Pickwick. If you're in Lake Ontario fishing smallmouth, um, just change up change up the presentation, and like you said, it it seems to work everywhere. So you were throwing the the jerk bait. You were throwing the chatter chicken. You you were throwing the lipless and. Yep. And, and a prop, and a little bit of prop bait too. weren't you throwing a prop bait a little bit? Prop bait on day one, I caught quite a few fish, but I caught end up catching uh, one key three and a half pounder. Um, but I, I, it got me a quick limit for sure. Why do fish in Florida love the prop bait? Why, I mean, it's like that's a staple. What's the deal with that? And it doesn't seem to work like anywhere else. I don't know why. <laughs> right? <laughs> Your guess is good as mine. They they love that thing in Florida, man. It, yeah, I, you can't go wrong with it. When they're around the spawn, you throw that thing, and it's a stupid bait. It, <laughs> like, there, there's a lot of other baits I'd rather throw, but they eat it. And sometimes it, the Florida fishing with that prop bait, it's like you have to just wait forever. It's like a patient game yeah. with that prop bait. It's not like cruising it like you would a regular top water. It's just like, I mean, man, it makes you want to take up smoking or something. You know, 
the, the, you the, could probably get a good couple of puffs in. I'm not a smoker, but yeah, me neither. Or yeah, or have having like a chew in or something, something else to do while you're waiting for something to come up and eat that prop bait. Yeah, you could send go on, an email. Yeah, send an email. You could go yeah. on your social media while you're while you're fishing a prop yeah. bait. It, it's a slow yeah. bait. Another thing I, I noticed about that derby was. You were fishing, and I don't know if this is something you always do or just because you were in Florida, but you were fishing pretty heavy tackle, Chris, with those baits. Uh, yeah, that's that's more of a Florida thing. Um, you hook a seven or eight pounder, and there was heavy a heavy hydrilla around. You get one of those in the thick stuff. You can't really get them out. They can go where they want on twelve pound test. So yeah, you need to be able to lean. You need to be able to lean on them pretty good. So a lot of times. Not in, except for the jerk bait, I was going with twenty pound fluorocarbon, and even still with that stuff, a couple of them got hung up, and you can't you you can't really do anything about it other than lean on them. So, so if, you, uh, if you're on Lanier when you're when you're if you're throwing a jerk bait on Lanier this week, you won't be throwing it on a heavy action rod. No, it's going to be light, uh, twelve pound test, and uh, the the normal jerk bait rod. It's like a medium light. And uh, I actually got it rigged up on a Shimano. Uh, uh, what do I call it? There, the new, the new model out, the Conquest. The Conquest. Show yeah, off. So. You're showing off. Yeah. Now. So it's a, it's an awesome rod, and I'm looking forward. Thirty mile an hour winds tomorrow, so I'm oh. the jerk bait bite is uh, going to be on. So <laughs> we'll see. Nice. And were, were you having to put uh, heavier hooks on that jerk bait when you were uh, upsizing yeah. your rod too? Yeah, I switch them out every time, um, even on, even for tomorrow for these spots. Um, I uh, I switch them out. Okay, a little bit heavier and uh, heavier rods. I use the uh, Mustad KVD Elites. I change them out in size six, and uh, that keeps the same buoyancy, but just a little stouter hook. And keeps those Florida fish from bending them straight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> or if you get a striper or something here on Lanier. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what's the What's the correlation between Florida lakes and Canada lakes? You, you Canadians seem to do well on, on Florida lakes. Well, we fish grass. Like, everyone thinks all we catch is smallmouth. But we fish grass. Like, I grew up basically fishing grass. So... Um, that's all Florida is. I, uh, we flip, we flip like cane, we call it back home. And, uh, that's, that's what I loved doing when I was younger is flipping cane for big largemouth, but big largemouth back home were four to six pounds. Now you come down here, you got a chance at an eight or nine. <laughs> that's, out, that's outstanding, man. How's linear? So, yeah. I, I want to fish grass for largemouth. Gotcha. And that, and that is, I mean, like Gussie did well, uh, you know, your brother did well. Yeah. It's, you know, there, it's it just seems it's it's a Canada yeah. thing. Florida has become yeah, a Canada I mean, thing. And plus, plus we're getting out of the cold weather. Um, that that always helps. <laughs> That's always a motivator. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's a nice it's nice to be away from home, get a tan, and catch some big bass. So, what do you think is the biggest difference culturally between Americans and Canadians? Oof. Um, that's a, that's a tough one. Um, it's a bass talk show. We got to be tough sometimes. Yeah, like you, you're giving me all the tough questions. Um, if you're gonna be I dumb, definitely you noticed be tough. there's a lot more fast food places down here, and uh, they're regularly visited. Um, <laughs> as to home, so that's a, that's a big one. Um, but the culturally, 
we're, we're very similar um, country-wise, and I think that's why we get along so well. Sure. Um, I have a lot of U.S. friends now, and I we're very similar. Other than you guys have a lot more guns and stuff, <laughs> um, which I'm not opposed to. But uh, other than that, we're very similar, I find. So what's your what's the best fast food restaurant to you, Chris Johnson, in, in America oh, that you don't have in Canada? I, I got on to um, – what do you call it? Uh, Chick-fil-A. Chick-a-fila, uh-huh. huh? Yes. Chick-fil-A, whatever you call it. But uh, it's yeah, probably right. not a good thing because I eat too much of it now. And uh, I start probably going to put on some LBs. But it's pretty good. I don't know what they put in that chicken. But I haven't had anything like it in Canada. You know who else eats a lot of uh, Chick-fil-A? No. Charlie Ingram. <laughs> Charlie Ingram does. Don't end up like I- Charlie Ingram. All right. Okay. Promise me that. All right. Okay. That's the deal. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so, what do you understand better, large mouth or always? Oh, are you get? What do you do with those power poles? Uh, I'm trimming up the motor. I just uh, put oil in it and want to make sure I don't drive away with the trim down. Don't. Yeah. Don't do Please that. Please don't do that. No. <laughs> I have no skag when I get to the boat yeah, ramp. That would not be good. <laughs> that would not be good whatsoever. What, what so do you under? Is, what do you understand large better? Large mouth or small mouth? What do you understand um, better? To be honest, both, but it depends. If for largemouth and grass, I think I understand them pretty well. Um, when they get into reservoirs, like on the blueback herring lakes and stuff, then I don't get them. But for smallmouth on like Great Lakes and kind of my local lakes, I get them 100. percent But the smallmouth on like a Pickwick on the Tennessee River and stuff, I don't like those smallmouths. They <laughs> they're not normal smallmouths. They don't act right. No, they're yeah. So I don't get those ones. So it, both of them have their uh, ups and downs. The and the and our buddy Brandon Palinick that he always tells us when he comes on here that that smallmouth um, seem to play hide and go f yourself most of the time. So it's so it's they're there one day and then they're gone the next. It's kind see, of, and I I disagree ooh. for like on the Great Lakes and stuff. They. You can pretty well name them, but <laughs> when you get down to like a Tennessee River or something, yeah, they they just move, they chase bait. Whereas the Northern Lakes, they relate to gobies, so the gobies right. are all bottom related now. And the smallmouth used to ro- roam a lot more when they chase minnows, but now they have gobies. Gobies live around rocks, so the smallmouth live on these rock piles, and you can pretty much call your shots now. So they're not as nomadic as they may have been no, at one time, exactly since the introduction of the goby. Which has made them a lot bigger. You love that, don't you? Yeah, they got bigger they're, for sure. They're, they, uh, uh, a scientist, he did a bunch of sp- studies out of uh, Kingston on Lake Ontario, and he refers to gobies as the Mars bars for smallmouth because there's so much protein in the in the gobies <laughs> nice. that it's making them grow like twice as fast. They're all soft. You know too. what we call? We know what we call the gobies. Do you want to know? One one second. I got someone just asking a question. What's up? I just want to know what tournament this is. A bass tournament. Because I have a grandson who just <laughs> All right. Oh, put her on the All phone. Right, thanks. Put her, she, we can interview her. <laughs> That's fine. She, she was asking for a grandson who likes fishing. That's so awesome. I'm just doing an interview. <laughs> She's from Arkansas. There you go. Uh-huh. That's a, that's a, so is Larry Nixon, actually. I wonder if she knows yeah. that. He, he's from B Branch. You, you, you know your stuff. I bet Larry's going to catch some big spotted bass this week. Larry is amazing. 
And from, I mean, it's straight after the heart attack, coming back fishing, having to have guys carry his bags to the weigh-in, and still hammering them every derby, pretty much. Yep. Larry is an animal. He's a Larry beast. Legend. He's a beast. And, and he's a great guy, too, to boot. So I yeah. had the pleasure of meeting Larry over the last couple of years, and super humble and down-to-earth. and Yeah. He's, he's one of he's our favorites. He's a great favorites. guy, and he loves dragging the shaky head and stuff, so I think he's going to crack him this week. And when he comes on this show, Chris, it's like he plays cards on Wednesday nights. True story. So I have yep. to talk him out of playing cards just to come on this show. And he does it sometimes. So we're pretty grateful. That's a tough one. I, I don't blame him. Yeah, it's, pretty, it's pretty grateful. So anyway, what you know, what we call gobies here, you know, you, your analogy was the Mars bar. We call them the Chick-fil-A's for smallmouth is what we call them. That, that's, that's the – that works. That, that's, but I don't want the Chick-fil-A to swell me up like it's doing to the small <laughs> Try running in place on the front deck they and do have while the you're same fishing effect. a prop bait. That, that, I'm going to have to start running or something, doing an Aaron Martins or something. <laughs> this fishing, I'm not, I'm not getting enough exercise standing on two feet of a da- bass boat all day. Get yourself a stationary bike up there on the front deck. There you go. Yeah. Hey, if you could pick any sponsor that you don't have presently, whether it be... In the industry or out of the industry, who who would yep. you pick? Who would you want as your sponsor? Uh, I'd go with Ford. With Ford, yeah. Um, I love the F two fifty. I got one, and uh, I've I've said it for the last couple of years to get a truck sponsorship like that. It would be, I'd be awesome. But there it is. You hear that, Ford executives listening? Yeah, Chris Johnston, <laughs> who just won his first tour level event, is looking for Ford sponsorship. You that see, would be awesome. It's, it'd save me about eighty grand Canadian too if I get one. Yeah, eighty grand loony. Yeah, that's a lot of loonies. <laughs> that's a lot of loonies right there. <laughs> hey, um, I know that you you got a big day ahead of you tomorrow. We're not going to keep you long, but it just would not be right to us if we didn't play a bass fishing game show with you before we got out of here. All right, sounds good. Cause have, my hands starting to go numb. Have you ever been on a phone. game show before? Have you no. ever? Okay. No, I have not. This is the first time. And do you want to play What's on Your Mind or do you want to play the Bass and Match game? Whew. That's a tough one. Surprise me. I've never I've never heard of either. So Producer's Choice. Yep. Ah yes. I guess it's the Bass and Match game with FLW right. Tour Champion Chris Johnson. I'm your host, Pat Renwick. Here we go. We're gonna give you a phrase or a word and you associate it to bass fishing. Are you ready for this, Chris? All right. Big stakes here, buddy. Big stakes. <laughs> Booze can. Booze can. Oh, <laughs> now I got to relate this to bass? Yeah. Oh, uh-huh. booze can. I'm not going to be very good at this game show. Well, booze can in Canadian is what? It's a it's a bubba. <laughs> And there it is right there. That's how it relates to bass fishing. Congratulations. Answer one correct. Grunts. Grunts. Well, that's a buck, but... uh, (laughs) I don't know. You guys got tough questions. Holy. We we do. I I mean, we really do. 
The, yeah. <laughs> the, I could I could go for the worst on your game show. Yeah, no, but you so far you are. I'm not going to kid you. Yeah. The yeah. grunts is when you're flipping the cane on Okeechobee and you hear grunts. That means keep your eyes peeled, especially yeah, in there's the a gator. There's a gator. There's yeah. a there's a gator. I'm right. also could also be the sound you make when you set the hook on a big one. Yeah, stuff. yeah. I'm sorry. I'm starting to catch on what you're uh, you're putting out there. Okay, you're speaking Next my question. You're speaking my language now. Yeah. Slip and slide. Slip and slide. Oh, I'd have to relate that one to Jared McMillan going in the drink this year. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> to Brandon. That was Brandon. Yeah. Yeah, Brandon. One of those McMillans. You bro- yeah. Your brothers are all the same. We know. <laughs> <laughs> it tastes so good. It tastes so good. Oh, I'm going to go. have to go with the... Uh... 110 jerk bait that I caught 28 pounds on. Boom. There it is right there. Tasted good to someone. <laughs> Soaker booter. Soaker booter. <laughs> that was my feet yesterday. They uh they had they felt like ice blocks because I wore running <laughs> shoes in freezing temperatures and we got about three inches of rain. You got the old soaker booter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Hoovers. The Hoovers. Oh. I like it when I'm called the Hoovers, but uh, I got to go with the McMillans in Florida again. <laughs> McMillans in Florida, but you and Corey are the Hoover brothers. I think you're when, the, when when we go up north, I, I think we could fit that description. You're the original Hoover brothers. Well, you know what? I think that uh, Chris actually, we're tallying it right now. You actually won. You actually Do won. Congratulations. Chick-fil-A you want a dollar off a Chick-fil-A sandwich, actually. All right. I'll, I'll mention your name next time I'm there. Thank you so much. Magic happens here <laughs> on Stray Cast Outdoor Cartoon Television. Chris, thank you so much um, for coming on the show. Is there any last words for your fans or your sponsors before we get out of here, bud? I just appreciate everyone uh, tuning in, and uh, I'm going to get some rest and probably unthaw my hands here because i'm frozen holding my phone but uh <laughs> i couldn't do this with all my great sponsors under armor shimano garmin uh yeah i already uh I'm, i'd like to say ford trucks but that hasn't happened yet but my phone might ring tomorrow yeah and chick um, motors powerful but all those guys and yeah they make it possible possible for me to do this for a living awesome man and thank you so much we do appreciate you coming on the show and showing your support here and we wish you the best of luck in the remainder of the tour man for sure i hope we have to do this again after another win i would love it absolutely love it man we had fun we hope you did too ladies and gentlemen that's chris johnston he is the man on fire he is a champion thank you so much thanks thank you very much chris take care great luck tomorrow hey uh everybody don't forget keep it locked right here put the power poles down when we get back it's a local boy who's dear to our heart, and he's a rookie on the Elite Series. Chris Crow coming up next. Hello, everybody. I'm Bill Dance. No, just kidding. This is Pat. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to Straycast on iTunes and leave a review. Tell us what you think. Any feedback is greatly appreciated. Thanks for listening. Peace.